0: Welcome to episode six of the podcast. Very excited for this episode. I want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Apologies for starting a bit late. It can be hard dealing with four different guests, especially in a live show. But without further ado, let's get the show started. Oh, they're definitely about to Yo, what Yo. is up, my bros? How is everybody doing?
1: Oh, we're actually live now. We are. What up, Chill chillin', What's Chillin.
0: Late. Twenty-one. Hey, hold on. That's You guys heard me stressing. You heard me. Okay. Honestly, it was all Pat's fault. Wait,
2: hold on, hold on, Sam. Me and you are the last two in the call, but the I first
0: know. two ready. Come on. You hate to say it. Besides not me, my fault. I mean, it's just, it's just tough when people are scrimming and stuff. Wait, you know, I was emailing. in here at 7, Wait, 15, The Two sharp. people that were scrimming were the ones that. But were hey, ready? guys, hey guys, it's all good because we're That's here crazy. now. So I just want to start off by saying thank you guys for coming on the show. I appreciate it taking time out of your busy schedules of waking up, eating, and gaming so much appreciation um i want to start off by asking you guys uh how it's been since seattle just kind of like this little off time Have you guys been enjoying like kind of the off time and then getting right back into practicing right after
3: uh i mean yeah honestly the off time has been good but to be honest just been uh playing more Mm-hmm. Then, like, we took, like, a couple days off and then just started playing more than before. Got right, be, like, bro. the gear. we're
1: playing three scrims a day now. That is never I mean, well, you guys got to
0: catch up, you know, with new I mean, it's not even stuff. us,
1: though. Like, I feel like three scrims a day is, like, a good thing now. Like, yeah, you used like, to like barely two to get two in.
0: Yeah, after Seattle, there was kind of, like, a break. Everybody was chilling, doing their own yeah. thing for a little bit. And then now it seems like it's, like, ultimate grind time you it, it all it, it always starts back up. up. Yeah. like at the
3: beginning of the game it's always like everyone's playing 10 hours a day and then it dies out where you only play one scrim and then eights and then get off and Dude, then it that, kicks that's, back
0: up that stuff's stressful though but it's almost better to like take a little bit of break after a super grind and then super grind again because i think like, if you just <laughs> continuously play like you just go through the motions like 100 I, I, I think it's way better to do that and then you guys optic and lg you guys had your roster stuff go down that was like starting from like Seattle so like you guys yeah. were, you guys couldn't scream anyways for a while nope I'll also sit back watching thank you guys for coming on the show um we got three main topics to talk about today then the five fingers of death and the hot seat which is going to be Sam at the end of the show but uh i want to start it off kind of by starting off with Lamar just because he had what accuracy for those of you who don't know his name is Lamar and um i want to start off with him just because there was a lot going on with him on twitter today and uh he's kind of an outspoken person maybe seen as like a villain in the community at times and um basically lamar i want to know why do you have the chip on your shoulder like how you got to this point like i know um a lot of people behind the scenes or fans and stuff don't really know what goes down um for a pro player on their come up and they tend to give you a lot of hate saying like you only got good this year so i want to know why this chip is on your shoulder
3: uh, I mean honestly like none of the fans really know like what truly was going on through the last couple years like especially in my career But like it happens to everyone before they finally get their breakout But like in Advanced Warfare uh, cause I saw that reddit post that guy made about my biography or whatever and uh, like in Advanced Warfare I had like a great team with Hugh, who was like best player in the game TJ and Happy We were, were like nasty in the league went on like a 15 win streak went to playoffs. I think we got T6 What did you lose to? uh we, optic and denial we beat you that event whoa <laughs> Wait, then, uh, is that the event is that the event <laughs> i you though and then, anyways anyways uh, and, wow. then, uh, right. and then go ahead lamar and then right after that my leaf spot got sold to tcm and we were just kicked out of the league and we couldn't even I requalify. That. That so, like, Oh,
1: I forgot about that. That was like uh, Orbit, just,
3: right? No, that's when we were unaware. They literally oh, sold aware. the league <laughs> spot. Like, did everyone forget about that? Hello? Like, that's insane. Well, that
0: impacted your whole year at that point. Like, that's yeah, like exactly. like three, four months or you're just screwed. Yeah. Go to Celtics
3: and, 1. And then uh, <laughs> in, bl- in Black Ops 3, uh, I got contract fucked by C9. Like, hold I had on, hold to... On.
0: Hold on, this is something <sighs> I really want to talk about. Um... What went down here? Because for those of you who don't know, a lot of you guys actually do kind of trash Lamar, say he didn't get good till this year, or whatever, yada, yada. Um, I've been on the opposite end of that, too, where you guys kind of roast me and stuff. And uh, I know Lamar personally, so I kind of want to give him a chance to at least state his case. Because there has been times where he's gotten severely screwed over, especially in Black Ops 3. I remember this, and this is actually ridiculous. So... Translate the story to the chat. All
3: right, so basically what happened was I was on Cloud9 for a little bit, and then they loaned me to CLG for, like, the remainder of Season 1. And then we, like, choked requalifying qualifying for the league, and then Cloud9's new team qualified for the league. And uh, after that, like, going into Season 2, I had two league offers to join. Uh, I could have joined Elevate or Luminosity at the time. but And I wasn't playing for the Cloud9 roster. They qualified. They had their own team, everything. But... The guy, the owner wanted, like, a very strong buyout for me that, like, wasn't normal at the time in Call of Duty, even though I wasn't even playing it for was, his team. We don't
0: have to say the amount, but it was, it was a lot. And It's, our, like, a buyout that happens now. It was, like, like, so What I think what happened was he gave up a couple of players, right, like, previous to you, and then, like, the team wasn't doing well or something, and then you kind of got, like, trapped in this, like, absurd situation. And it was, like, uh, <laughs> a lot of times in Call of Duty, players, when they're getting traded, it'll be, like an organization will ask for a lot of money, right? Before they get traded to a new team. But like if the other organization isn't willing to pay it, like they'll come to some sort of agreement. And it was super unfortunate because Lamar's stock wasn't like super high through the roof. So nobody's going to pay an absurd amount for him. So I remember you had an opportunity to join Luminosity, right? And Elevate. And Elevate, yeah.
3: yeah. I could have joined either one. And then he wanted like a crazy buyout for me, even though I wasn't even playing for his team at all. Like I was just chilling. And then he didn't let the buyouts go for either – team and they just got players for way cheaper than what my buyout Why was. Why is
0: everybody complaining about your microphone?
3: I don't know. You
2: don't hear that buzzing? I hear that.
3: I hear it too. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like
2: buzzing. on and off.
4: Whenever you don't talk, apparently mute out. Oh, alright. But, uh, and then <laughs> oh, they just yeah, got... I hear it. Yeah, just,
5: I think
0: you got a replay mix mixtape in. Alright.
4: Right. You whenever, t-
0: whenever you're done talking, just mute. Sorry, guys. Alright,
3: so they, uh, they basically just picked up players that had a way lesser buyout than me and then i was just held to the contract and not allowed to play with anybody else for three months until the end of season two and right after season two he's i just got released like freely right after season two ended and that's basically like ruined my entire black ops three year
0: yeah and then you found yourself going into, you know a new game with a <laughs> yeah I mean, you had I, iw was a year where you had some potential to be on to a couple of good teams. And it was like kind of your come up, come up year again. And then this year you kind of took off. So.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's just some unfortunate circumstances, but it just is what it is. Yeah. So just,
0: I want to know why it's important to you um, to always speak your mind, like despite the hate. Cause like obviously throughout the like last two years or this year, mostly, <laughs> but the last few years, like people have, you've been a polarizing figure in the community and people have kind of, uh, give you, give you a lot of hate. And I want to know why it's important to you to not change. Cause I see you say that a lot on Twitter. You're like, I'm not going to change. I'm going to stay, stay in my mind no matter what and just be like be yourself, I guess.
3: Uh, I think it's really important because, you know, a lot of the fans don't know, but like behind the scenes, all the pros, were are all good friends. We all know how each other really act and really are and what they really think. But you could just tell when someone turns that stream on or whenever there's a live stream on or whenever they're on social media, they act or have different views that are like completely different than what they say in private. And I personally just don't like that at all. And a lot of people know what they're doing when they're manipulating their fan bases or their personal fans or whatever into, like, believing something when they know, like, that's not the full truth of the situation.
0: I guess there's two ends to that, though, because there's kind of, like, the end where it's, like, you got to be presentable. You can't be saying crazy things and you know it's going to back, like, there's going to be backlash to it. Like, you got to be kind of, you know what I mean? Like, you got to be aware at sometimes the things that you're saying, but, I mean. I and mean, this, I don't
3: think I say anything, like, unprofessional. I just literally say, honestly, majority of the things I say is a popular pro player opinion, but nobody, nobody just says it. it. And then I just say it. Well, I'm just saying what everyone thinks. <clears throat> what I'm just taking the backlash.
0: Um, basically, we're just discussing how, like, Lamar will state his mind no matter what. You're kind of – you're similar in that regard. You'll, you'll do that, Pat. But what he's saying is that um, he'll – like, a lot of pro players will believe something, and he'll say it, but nobody else will. Whereas, I mean – you might, I think you might think have said that for a long time. Yeah. I mean, that's definitely a true statement. I don't think it's always true. Like, whereas you were talking about coaches earlier, I don't think every pro player shares that opinion. So, but we'll, we'll move on and talk about that a little bit later. But yeah, I just want to give you a chance to kind of address the stuff that was happening today with Twitter. Anyways, moving on to main topic. Number one, roster mania has concluded. We have our new teams, three of them being in this call. Um, I kind of want to start it off by asking Slack and Octane how the LG Optic thing went down, when it began, and what led to it. Uh, we'll kind of start with Octane. Um, if you can give us like, like a detailed like, kind timeline of basically when it began, how they approached you, and how that happened.
1: Uh, it began at Seattle, I think. At I was event. talking to... Uh, it was Sunday night. Okay. I was talking to Seth, and he and Ian basically approached me and offered it essentially. And at the time, it was like, usually when an opportunity like that pops up, it's like, you don't really want to pass it up. And it seemed yeah. like really, really too good to be true at that point. So I was like, yeah, sure, why not? let will see what happens. But if it didn't happen, like, you know, I'm still in LG, nothing's wrong with that. But if it does happen, you know, I'm in the spot I'm in right now, which is pretty good. Um, but it started at Seattle, and then uh, I talked to Steve, and he said he would keep an open mind. But the way that he was talking made me think that it was just going to be like an outright no. Um,
2: Did you instantly tell Krim, yeah?
1: No, I said I would talk to Steve and we're going to see what the hell happens. No. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I did I that. I've been like, yo, yeah. I'm down, I'm down. I mean, like, I said I'm down, but, like, yeah, the chances no, of it happening are super slim. <laughs> so, went through that whole process. And then, um, like, once, I think, when, Jerry, when was it that I went on vacation? Was that after Seattle? That was from Seattle, I don't right? Yeah, Slack's Slack, Slack
0: smiling, dude. <laughs> oh, Jerry's, Jerry's fucking right, salty. Go, go ahead, go ahead. No. Um, I'm
1: not mad at all. Not uh, Jerry or not Jerry, fucking Steve ended up trading me for Matt Hector and Steve I guess, talked while I was on vacation. That went down I think like Wednesday of the of after Seattle. I was on vacation and then I remember that. there was a lot of other stuff that was not supposed to go down, but what could have happened. Um, yeah, but I'm just being a straight one for one. I don't even know like If you can details. talk about
0: if you can talk about it, you don't have to, but I'm going to ask you, what yeah. were the, some of the other um, trades or scenarios that almost happened that fell through it was
1: john tommy and Zinny okay Man, i'm going with zinni okay. uh, i don't want to go into it too much yeah, yeah, i mean that's, that's pretty, pretty much pretty public fun. knowledge at I this just point
0: to, i just wanted to know if there's yeah. anything you can tell us okay so basically what i have so far is you a crim approached you at seattle after the yep. tournament you were down you talked to steve you didn't know if it was a possibility and then somewhere along the lines when you were on vacation you went on a, what a week vacation after yeah somewhere along the lines, they hit you up and they're like, okay, we can do it. And then that's pretty much a done deal with that. Like, did you talk to LG or, like, Slack, Cap? And... I talked to
1: Jerry a little bit, yeah. and I didn't talk to John or Cap. What like, did Jerry say? He asked me if I was leaving, and I said, yeah. <laughs>
0: that was pretty much how the conversation went. <laughs> Jerry, what was <laughs> your initial Dude, thought? You guys teamed for, for so long, though. No, nah, like, I mean, was
4: your... it was just kind of weird that he, like, he knew all long, didn't say anything. I had to go out of my way to ask. Well, because, like, didn't know what was happen, I, didn't, but... I didn't
1: want it to, like, Fuck things if it didn't happen because literally I didn't think yeah. it was gonna I mean, happen. if you think so,
4: the thing is, if you think pros don't talk and stuff doesn't spread well, yeah. like wildfire, then they're That's just true. delusional.
1: I mean, That's honestly, that is, my, that is my bad for not saying anything. But like from oh, my point go. of view, oh. I didn't, I didn't want to fuck it up. Like if nothing was gonna happen, like we just brush under the rug, move on. You know, still like we're fine. That happens honestly, a lot. That, didn't
0: happen. that happens a lot in uh, in esports, Call of Duty uh, in general. That. Like, you'll have like this plan or this idea, where, like, okay, my team's obviously not that good. If we go to this tournament and we do get like top eight I'm pro- or top six, I'm probably still gonna leave. And then you'll end up like plotting, but you wanna like keep your team on the back burner, which is like obviously that like, you have to do that. So it's kind of like an unfortunate situation, especially once they figure out. So it's almost better um, for any pro players that are in the chat right now that are coming up or something. If you ever get in a situation to just tell your team, like, yo, I'm considering joining some other teams just because I don't think we're that good. All that's going to do is, one, you're being up front, and two, you're, like, lighting the fire under your teammates. So going into that next tournament, you're going to, like, play way better. They're probably going to play way better anyways.
1: That's how, we, that's how we won Anaheim of last year with Nato after that whole Pierce situation. NATO yeah. like, destroyed Anaheim when we won. But that was 100% yeah. my bet. I should have said something for sure. Yeah. All right. But, but that's uh, pretty much what happened.
0: So we're going to switch over to Select. Uh, for you, you were so you were in the dark initially on this. Um, I know there were some rumors John going to optic. That was like the, the obvious like the obvious thing. That's what people yeah, thought yeah. was gonna happen. Like John for Damon, right? Um, what did you think was gonna happen, and what like surprised you, and what went down, like the way it went down?
4: Uh, I honestly knew right away if Sam got the offer, he was gonna want to leave, and uh, I respect that. But the player I didn't want to lose more was John. Um, I felt like replacing John's role over Sam's role is, like, way harder. Mm -hmm. And I feel like what John brings to the team is way more important. So I felt like flipping an AR role out after a few months of practice for some time with the off time we have now, uh, we'd be perfectly fine and it wouldn't be, like, a super big deal. So uh, going into it, I was just really expecting Sam to be straight up and honest with us considering you have to talk about, like, contracts and all that stuff. But, uh, yeah, so he basically said he wanted to leave. Then the trade happened, and uh, we've been practicing and improving every day.
0: So now that like, it's all over, are you guys still going to be friends?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have any bad blood. I think it was truly weird. Dude, everyone did,
1: genuinely thinks that we hate each other. I don't I mean, really know what like, think that at all, but...
0: I don't know. I I guess, like, the way... I, I think down. people think it was like it was shady or whatever, but I don't think it was. I think it was like a clean, just trade. I feel
1: like every roster mania decision is shady. Everything no, no, is shady about it. Not, not no, that's usable. not like true at all. No,
0: not, not usual. This I, one, like, the, the way this one seemed know, because it took a while and like the rumors, it seemed like that, but like it actually wasn't. From my perspective, like it was just no, a one for one trade. The only way way shady is, is just Sam
4: not telling me. Wait, I I, I, know, it I dog don't. Dog it literally. wasn't like business I shady at all. Yeah, I think it was personal shady.
1: Bro, the thing that threw me off about it was like. I talked to Steve, right, and then Hector was the one that told me that the trade happened. I didn't. Steve literally didn't tell me anything. Oh, like the wow. first time he the first time he talked to me was like two days ago.
0: He's probably pissed at you. <laughs> no, he's
1: hundred percent pissed at me. But like, he didn't I mean, even tell me really I was traded. That he, he, got, didn't, got, he, got he didn't. He didn't tell team, me like, anything. Really be mad. I'm like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, they got mad. I it's thought that was a horrible.
0: clean one for one trade. Who yeah. knows who won it? It was fair. Oh, man. I know. Oh, uh, who won? You want know me to say it? Yeah. My LG is horrible. Bro. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, really? What? Oh, uh, come on, man. I mean, I think I'm they're going to need some time. I've talking about my scrims. All my no, scrims. yeah, I feel you. I think yeah, they're going to need really some time. I think all all they're going to need is some shit. time. There's there's a lot. Like, LG was going through a lot of stuff. Like, Cap recently moved formals yeah. on a team after, like, that. three, what, Three years. Like, it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. Like, Slack has a team. He's not used to having new teams and stuff like that either. Like, what did you guys get at the first tournament this year, Josiah? Was it eighth place?
4: Yeah, we got 7th, 8th, the first turn. You guys got
0: 7th, 8th. So, yeah, it might take you guys a little bit, but this is honestly a good time for a change like this to come in because you have the league, you have two weeks, you're in the second Division B, correct?
4: Oh, we got plenty of time, and I can't wait to play Pat because his team is horrible. <laughs> I
0: don't think you want a map. Pat, I don't think you've
4: done anything this game until the I last event when a meta change. might have won one. Yeah, okay. I, don't, I don't really. Wait, that's
2: crazy, the meta change. It's still that meta right now. And you're trying gentlemen's everything. Get it <laughs> we back are actually
4: going to talk about What a
3: segue, boys.
0: No, we're, we're still on the Rostamania topic. So, <laughs> oh, God. Right, now that we have, like, kind of info on that. Um, Josiah, how is it playing with Matt or Formal after teaming with Sam for so long? They're both they A.R. players, but a lot of fans might not know. They kind of, like, uh, associate them as, like, like the same exact player, but they play really different. So I want to know how it's been like an adjustment playing with him and how he's kind of fit in into your guys' system. Because you guys, I would say you're a little more organized of a team than that Optic team was.
4: Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Like, off the get-go, the first few scrims we were playing, like, I thought he had no idea of how to play the game. He was just strictly raw talent. And playing from Sam for three years, like, and then playing with Cap, obviously, until the start of this game, like, he – He's taught, like, the fundamentals of COD, like, what to do, what not to do, what works, how to break kills, you know, simple things like that. And going to playing with Matt and a team, I felt like Optic Gaming was literally, obviously, crumbling, but they were just all talent. And the, like, playoffs, I felt like they just had more talent than the teams there. They didn't have much teamwork. Um, So it's been a big learning curve. Uh, We've started to look a lot better in scrims now that we've kind of... Told him the way we want to play and putting him in better situations and realizing he literally doesn't have to do everything on the map because, yeah. I mean, he's just flying out of head just trying to get two pieces when he can sit there and we're going to use teamwork to break kills. So uh, the first few days were definitely rough. Uh, like I said, we had a lot of adjusting to do, but now it's starting to look a lot cleaner and uh, things are coming together.
0: I mean, he's a very quick learner. Like, he's extremely smart when it comes to just gaming in general. So if you're providing him with the knowledge and adequate information to fit into your system, he'll absorb it and he'll play it. He'll, he'll oh. fit it well. All right, he's been
4: open-minded the whole time. I mean, everything, like, we tell him, like, all right, do this, do that. He just says, all right, like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to do, and goes on from there.
0: <laughs> Yo, Lamar talks big on Twitter, but where is his cam? Okay. Where is my cam? <laughs> Okay. Um, you guys are weird. It's my here, bro. Sam, quality banter. Sam. You guys are weird. Moving, moving on to uh, your new team. So you guys have actually been broadcasting your scrims live. And, just once. Okay. Well, from what? Yeah, just once, I guess. But I got to see a lot in that scrim. Um, you guys played. What was it? United. Then you played E. United EG, right? You guys. Yeah. All right. One. I need to preface this with who was hosting the United Scrim.
1: Uh, we were. Okay. Yeah, we that were. Makes they have, they haven't played. They hadn't played for. Yeah, like that makes a well, while. one. We were, I, I was watching.
0: I was watching. I had. I got my my two PC monitors on the left here, and I had Clay stream maximized on one, and then I had Zinny stream maximized on the other. Right. I think yep. it was Zinny streaming it. Yeah. And Clay looked like he hadn't played in like two weeks. So I'm. Uh, he sure. said. I
1: think he was on vacation before this. Yeah, he
0: was his birthday. So. Yeah, but yeah. You guys like fried them? What Was it like eight o map count? So I was like, yeah. okay. Soptic so team looks pretty good. One thing I noticed is Zini was like shot calling and respawn, like kinda like being very like extremely vocal actually, as opposed to all of you guys. You guys were all communicating. He was actually being really vocal, which is something I liked. How is it playing with him? And then also let me know how is it playing with uh Krim and Skump? Like are they they being um are they teaching you anything or like how's the system yeah. feel?
1: Uh we brought this. I think it was like a team discussion we had the other night. It was like we're bringing in knowledge from three different teams. Because Zinni was on Rise, obviously, so you know he learned from Danny Pierce, whoever. And then we got my old team. We got Cap, Jerry, and then we have Optic and whatever they had, because you know it wasn't a lot. And then yeah, we're just mixing it all together, and I think it helps a lot because That's we're all we're all vocal leaders. I think like I can do it. I've stepped up a lot. I think for on this team specifically, uh, Ian does it, and Zinni does it, as you saw on the scrim yesterday. So I think it. Uh, yeah, and it's really coming to his zone because I think he has a chip on his shoulder because people think that because he wasn't the first option that he's going to be horrible. And I think that fire and that drive under him has made him play really, really well because he's been frying lately. And um, I think our, our team morale is really, really high right now because Ian and Seth both have something to prove because they haven't been performing this year. You know, I took a huge risk leaving my team, and Zinny just wants to beat everyone because they all think he's horrible. Yeah, oh. so
0: you you guys are playing with a lot of passion. That's what I noticed. I, li- I like that. I mean, I guess if you're streaming yep. like twelve thousand fans, you gotta kind of have that <laughs> passion. What made you guys um, decide on streaming? Um, because that's something that a lot of pro teams don't do, and especially with that la- last optic team, I feel like they never streamed their scrims just because they a lot of people wanted to watch them fail. So it's kind of yeah. nice to see you guys streaming, even though there's people who want to see you guys fail as well. There always will be. It's kind of nice to see you guys streaming your scrims as opposed to, to not streaming. I mean, I, th- I think it's something great. Like, I got to see you guys play. Now, when I go and talk on the analyst desk, I'll kind of have some backstory as to how you guys have been playing online. So, what to that decision? Yeah,
1: the streaming thing, well, one is because we were playing United and they stream anyway. And two, because Zinny and I both joined, that we promised, I guess, that we would stream. And that was something that's, like, huge with the OpTic fans. And I'm kind of against streaming scrims, but, I mean, like, kind of have to. Or not have to, but it's, like
2: going do it like every other day
1: yeah we, uh, we like we didn't do it today and we probably won't even do it every other day but we're definitely gonna do it a little bit just to please people i suppose because i mean if you're unless you're literally <laughs> sitting there with like a notebook you're not saving vods you know you're not clipping anything so unless you're literally Wait, sitting in the stream Chris watching,
3: literally records people's streams and he I says know. that i know and he's on my damn <laughs> team <laughs> i <laughs> mean nah, bef- but,
0: before um, we keep moving on to the WrestleMania talk i i, I want to talk about this streaming thing because I mean, I heard Slasher say one thing, or this one time, he said, um, "I don't stream because I feel like if I stream, people can play exactly like me, because Call of Duty is an easy game to play. They can just copy all my tendencies, where I go, how I play, my timings, everything." No one's copying that. Do you guys? Yeah, I, I mean, no, I don't, I don't know. care who you are, bro. No one is gonna do that.
1: I, and I, you I kind still of gotta agree.
0: I kind of agree with with him because. When I, I mean, obviously I've been playing for a very long time, whenever I would switch a role or something like that, I'd watch like, like in uh, NAW or Black Ops 3, for example, I'd watch like Formal or or like Sam or you or something when I would run an AR, or if I was running a sub, I'd watch like Slack or something, and I would pick up on their breakoffs, the way they played positions. The, uh like the routes they took and stuff like that you can almost emulate it into a player's play style by watching them 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 play uh, it's
3: definitely beneficial if you think a player's like really good at their job and you do that same job for your team you could pick up on little things they do in certain situations and be like oh that's a good spot or that's a good angle or whatever that is yeah just right. but it. how
0: how beneficial is that to the point where you shouldn't stream you know what i mean bro that's this whole not
1: streaming thing wasn't a thing until what uh, this year yeah, like you guys because, because you guys started getting paid. No, and it's a
3: lot easier a to copy
4: thing. on boots. because think it's get different one. I think it's a different it nothing yeah, there, there, there was nothing, that, dude, There's was nothing to steal in jetpacks. No, there was, there was, like, was shit.
1: No, bro, there was shit to steal in jetpacks. I, I think it's I less. there was. Yeah. Yes, there was. And better
2: quality of practice. Like, <laughs> like, you remember when you were on our team? Like, when we streamed scrims, like your quality of practice and like the discussions you had about shit, fixing things, it was changed. That is
1: the one thing. That is the one thing. When you don't have like an outside audience, you can't talk about shit. That's why I didn't. That's why I didn't stream today is because like we like yesterday we were losing maps and we couldn't like talk about why like we were typing and shit but it's like a lot easier to have a discussion about why you're losing maps obviously if you're not streaming which is what we did today i mean i'm
0: I'm on the side of where i don't know you shouldn't you shouldn't shouldn't stream like the thing is the way our schedules are right now the only content we can really provide is by streaming scrims and maybe like a, a little rank play stream or something here and there yeah. so Ace. if it's the only if that's gonna be like if your excuse to not streaming scrims or not making content is you scrim and you don't have time I feel like you should stream your scrims that's but why like, we're doing it
1: yeah like, like if, no one else like someone has to I don't yeah. have to but like you get what I mean, I'm
0: saying like like yeah. if, you, if you can't make content outside of outside of scrimming um I feel like you should stream it like but we're if also
2: the only eSport that streams practice
1: that is also true, true. And like, but, but our fa- esport is
0: is like built upon yeah,
2: yeah.
1: the fans are spoiled, dude. Well, they were, now they're pissed that they're not. It's like, everyone was so used to that streaming scripts. Our... Well, why, like...
0: why look at it like that when it's like, you have an opportunity where people watch no, no, hear... it's like, did... it's the other side of the spectrum, though. Joe,
2: Joe made a really good point, Merc. He was like, the COD fans have been spoiled in that aspect. Yeah, no other saying. game has let COD fans get as close as we have to our game, our yeah. personas, who we are as people, our in-game practice as a team. No other game has done that. So because we spoiled fans that long doing that, it's become like a norm to where if we don't do it, it's like, oh, you're killing Cod, yeah. you're doing something wrong. Like, bro, uh, I, I agree back. with Mur- If you, show up, you show up you to a Counter-Strike that?
1: tournament, you could completely get fried, and then the next tournament, you would destroy, and the fans wouldn't know what to expect. They wouldn't know what the hell is going on at all. Like, well, you they literally search and
0: destroy. So.
1: Oh, no, I understand that, but I mean, like, you don't know how well your team is going to do in other esports. They just show up and play, and that's the results that you go from. Whereas, yeah. like, if you stream scrims, it's like, okay, they've been getting destroyed lately. Maybe they're not going to do so well.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, I, I get what you guys are saying. I was just kind of playing devil's advocate. I'm on the side where you shouldn't stream scrims, but you should stream, uh, you should still make content. Well, imagine but, we had oh, like sure. weekly
2: tournaments again. Like that's something that like you Like the could, two Yeah, you could scrim, but your actual practice should not be should No, not but be then your the
1: arguments, I don't want to stream S and D. Yeah, that's also true, but that's kind of weird because
2: like we don't practice S and D. That's the issue. The S
0: and D is at an all-time low right now. Yeah, um, yeah well, I mean, that should we'll, we'll discuss that. That's a long discussion. I think they need to keep like yeah, two Ks in so things. pro
3: teams could play S and D more often. Like at the beginning of the game, everyone plays two Ks, gets better at S and D. In the middle of the game, there's no S and D practice. To be an
0: S&D well, that's, scene.
2: that's why you literally can't stream S and D because you don't practice it. Like. You don't. You don't get on and like, yo, Sam. You guys want to play all the S and Ds today and go
0: super hard and play and, it how you would. And
1: no teams agree to do it in the first place. Yeah, it's just. just okay, and possible. when they do, they don't. But go let's hard.
0: get let's get back into the roster mania talk because we will talk about search forever because that's something I'm very that passionate about. Um But moving on, uh, Lamar. From your perspective, how did the methods thing go down? Uh, I actually watched uh, Kozlov's video in full uh, yesterday with my stream, and um, what he basically what he said was. Uh, Rise sold them methods, right? They sold them methods. And from my understanding, everything was done. Uh TK bought methods for like what 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 Koslov said was all the paperwork, everything was done, right? And methods was on TK. And then Raj just chose to ignore um their whole deal that went down and just sell him to Optic. So from your perspective, from the players, um, what like how did that happen? Like did optic approach methods and then did Kazov let you know what happened like how do you feel about that and um kind of how what was your solution to that situation
3: um I mean to be honest it wasn't methods approaching us it was kind of like a. I mean I don't want to give too many I don't know I don't want to comment on this and give information that like isn't supposed to be out there
0: well did you watch the video
3: yeah I watched the video okay okay. talk about what's in the video then yeah
0: Yeah, can you comment on what was said what was in that video was like it was very clear-cut, what I just said. He just Well, the all
3: right, so the real truth is they weren't trying to get Methods to get Methods. They were trying to get him to do something else with him, and then that didn't work out, so they ended up keeping Methods. But the way it was like, just the way it went down, in my opinion, I don't really like the way it went down, but yeah. some people think the opposite. I mean, for... But like I said, all that stuff is between the orgs, and what it is. Yeah, there's nothing you can really is. do in that situation. Yeah. It
0: kind of sucked for you guys, because Methods is a really good player. Um, and that left you in a situation where you needed one. Um, how much time did you have after that went down to find a player?
3: Um, well, to be honest, like, after we found out, we were kind of in limbo for a couple days where it was like, is it actually happening? Is it actually not happening? Like, what's going on? What are the lawyers saying? What is this saying? Whatever, whatever. Yeah. Eventually, we just came to the conclusion. We were like, whatever happens it's going to be like a, a shit show. So we'll just plan for the worst. And the worst, obviously, was Zinny being gone. So we just went through our options for players that were left and ended up picking up enable.
0: Okay. Um, I remember talking about this. I actually thought Ian was a good pickup for you guys. Um, you guys had a few options and I think that he was a good one just because I would regard you as a top AR in this game. I would regard Kenny as a top sub in this game and I would regard F- Pharaoh as a very good search and destroy player and an up and coming oh. slayer. Um, and Ian is used to playing with that, those type of players. Like he had, he's had success in call of duty with Zuma, aggressive, Good, talented sub player, Clayster, top, um, intelligent AR player, and then Attach. That was that was his most successful team. Attach is a good search and destroy player. He brings some slaying power, and that's kind of the same setup you have on this team. So obviously he's going to be coming and playing the flex. How has that been, and what was the thought process in picking up Ian? And what roles are you guys running?
3: Uh, I mean yeah, I'm back to just running the main AR, and then he's running a flex, but honestly in this meta there's not really much of a flex player, just kind of like a more <laughs> aggressive, ARs. more aggressive do-it-all bar player, and he does that, and I usually just run the burst gun, and uh, we honestly went with Ian as like the safer decision, just in case, cause clearly history repeats itself, and every event there's been a different meta, so we're not relying on keeping it with just this 2AR meta, cause Sledgehammer always puts an update out before every event, so it was the safer pickup because if something, let's say, changes back to sub-based, like he's still really good with the sub. Like he was doing good on EG with it, and he clearly has been an AR player in the past and had success with that. So it was yeah. just the safest decision to go with. And you know, I think I think he has a lot of talent, and can like I think he's kind of like a sponge, the way you guys said formal, where he'll learn from people that he knows, like know the better decision. Like he'll just pick it up easy and just less like has hesit- less uh like less hesitation in learning. You know?
0: Yeah. So, what are your guys' thoughts on that, like Slack Octane? I was about I was Pat. about to ask you. I mean, hold on, well, like I'll the, the Ian the thing. I'll talk about that at that whenever you guys wrap it up. But I want to talk okay. to Pat mostly because obviously we played with Ian for a while. How do you think he'll fit into that team?
2: Uh, I think in this meta he'll fit really well. I think we can all agree that Ian should be an AR.
1: Um, no, honest, I think Ian he's... was way better on y'all's team with a sub though. Well, you weren't on our team, but no, he wasn't really from like i don't he was
2: know it wouldn't matter he just, his pacing is not a sub pacing like he is a true ar player he's really good at it he was really good at it at the first two events we, he should have never switched i think he needs to be in some kind of ar role so i think playing flex is good for him um i, I think the biggest thing for me because i see a lot of comments on who tk should have picked up and everyone's like royalty but i think Uh, they made a good choice in enable because they do need someone who has some communication. When you look at their team, you have Farrow, Kenny. Like, those are super aggressive players that kind of just zone in and kill stuff. Like, you need someone who can kind of direct, keep the comms clear, and I think Ian's really good at that. I think he'll fit their team really well, and I think if the meta stays as it does now, I think they'll be fine.
0: Yeah. I mean, I kind of agree with what Pat just said. My main things for Ian was he brings a lot of communication, which is definitely going to help a player like Farrow. And then he kind of is a player who can adjust to any type of meta and any role. So that's something they're gonna need going forward. So um uh Slack, Octane you guys scrimmed TK at all? Uh, I played them. I was... Yeah, we played them
4: two days on a ah, They don't
2: they won't play us, they won't they don't allow coaches in the lobby remember? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: wait, yeah. No, no, no. We're gonna we talk about this soon. we, we <laughs> to minutes to get
0: a We're in the gonna lobby. talk about that later. Um, how have the scrims went against them before I ask tomorrow how it's been? I don't
4: think
5: we uh, played them.
0: Yeah,
4: They've pretty good. They're looking good. Uh, I think like you said, you touched on before, Lamar definitely is a better AR. I think, in my opinion, than a flex player. So him back at that main AR role helps their team out a lot. And then I think Enable fits it well. Um, do not even play him. They've been looking pretty good. Uh, oh yeah. wait, no, so. we did play him. It wasn't practice though
1: because Penny uh, T- T- was, T- T- was
0: lagging.
4: Kenny was lagging.
0: Lamar, how have the scrims been? Um, is it like a completely? I mean, you've went through what three? This is this your third roster in this game, right? So, yeah. Um, how have the scrims been?
3: Uh, honestly, they've been really good. They've been pretty productive. We had, like, an epiphany moment yesterday. We had, like, a nice little team talk, you know, get, uh, oh, get some people in check. Team. Yeah, <laughs> had, like, like, a team talk, get everyone in check and on the same page. And uh, ever since then, it's been, like, a lot better. And the practice has been even more productive
0: dude you're you and Ian's discussions like just even thinking about it is already a headache
3: <laughs> no, I mean honestly everyone is saying that about Ian that like he's hard-headed and blah 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 but like to be honest every time we've been scrimming I tell him like yo you should have done this instead of that or do this do that like he doesn't fight with it he just like all right yeah I'll do that and like he just agrees for the most part bro, and does me, it
0: Pat and Ian thought it would be a good idea to team going into this game and, <laughs> and every other person in the world would have said no <laughs> and you know why it's probably because of all of our personalities like oh we can control any situation so we're like before yep. we before we teamed, we're like ah, oh, if anything pops off we can control the situation that's how all of us are but little did we know dude when like we we're trying to fix a problem app would just be sitting there and we would just be like going back and forth Bro. we'd end up talking about something completely different
1: what is pat doing
0: <laughs> all right um oh my God. okay uh all right, so Pat, I want to talk to you and kind of pick your brain about how these teams make these changes. Like do you, because you've been around for a very long time, like me. Guys, yeah, Mike here, he doesn't know. And uh, when teams make changes, um, they try to make like a super team now. It's almost the way like team changes go down. So, what are your thoughts about uh, all these teams trying to make such slay heavy teams in COD now?
2: Um, well, I think everyone like at the end of the day aims to drop their weakest player to pick up another team's strongest player, right? Yeah. And I think that's what causes a lot of issues. Um, I think OpTic ran into that when they were initially trying to make their original change. Um, and I feel like that kind of is an issue because nowadays games aren't played the same way that they used to be. Um, yeah. Now it is very sleigh based I think for the majority of the point, like, people, all teams play the same way. Yeah. It's not like how it used to be where, like, this team played this certain style, this team played this style. Everyone, for the most part, plays the same in hardpoint and CTF and I think at the end of the day like aside from a few situations, a few teams like will be able to outsmart or, or make better plays but for the most part it is a lot of kills. But I think stacking a team on four players that can all do the same thing, all play the same role, all get the same amount of kills is very important um, whether it needs to change, should change, will change is something that I think we could talk about forever but I think for the most part um, a big thing in pers- me personally is like really got to have a team you get along with at the end of the day um uh optic ran into a lot of personality clashes i know a lot of my teams in the past have ran into a lot of personality clashes where it's like if you don't agree on how to play the game then you're just gonna fail from the start yeah but for the most part i mean you do need four players capable of doing anything in every game mode i think that's super important
0: yeah i think slang's probably the most important thing in call of duty i mean you can always learn um like where to like blocking the spawn stuff like that like you're gonna somebody's gonna do it when there's money online and it's like a it's an important match so that, that stuff's kind of a little overrated uh, I think so I think uh, it's it's a smart route to take now whereas there's a lot of people in the community who still think go for the intelligent team that uh, will figure out how to play the game the most correct way but then when shit hits the fan people just start killing and you can't do anything but, uh, all right, moving on to main topic number two, gentlemen's agreements. Slack, your topic. Spicy, <laughs> spicy. I have a little collage here that I'm going to pull up on the stream. Um, I overheard a conversation with Chino's cousin in Slack how optic is too inconsistent, and they would be better if they were not allowed to play. <laughs> 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 Creating a 1,600 FPS increase that gives an unfair advantage. So overheard Slack last night in the stream explaining how he felt like, like going prone slash lying down, lying down made gunfights too unpredictable in this game. He suggested gentlemen's agreeing the prone feature. Overheard Slack in stream yesterday. Heard Slack, Lamar, and Chino's cousin in a Tatcha stream yesterday, and they talked about potentially gentlemen's agreeing Spotify as it makes people sing, and Slack's, Slack hates hearing people sing. <laughs>
3: Boo. Slack wants an and bar, Gentlemen oh, agreed. God, Slack dude.
0: strikes again and wants the and bar gone. What a surprise, per sources. Okay, so I wanted to address these because Josiah has been getting really mad about this. I don't know. I actually don't know how this started. Like, people bring sure brought it up. I'm pretty sure
4: if you want me to talk. I think, the reason it happened is because I think, like, every pro team agreed upon, like or not agreed upon, but agreed that Primed was like an overpowered feature in the game that, and yeah. there shouldn't be a player on a pro team with less flinch Like doesn't matter if you can get to get stunned that just shouldn't be a thing Like if you want to run an extra attachment and get nated or stunned that's fine But like the flinch just shouldn't be a real thing and I tweeted out to Trey basically because like everyone agreed I tweeted to Trey saying like look bro like you should 100% ac- you know We should just not play with this or I can't believe that you're the one not agreeing or something um Basically, nobody agreed or, you know, he was the only team that didn't agree to it. And Then I had him come back up to me saying that, you know, he should have agreed to it. It's so dumb and lame. Every told me, everyone told me to adapt. And then, you know, it's the easiest thing in the world to throw on an attachment and use it. And that's what every single pro team did. Um, so I think from then on out, people just started thinking I wanted to gentlemen's agreement, everything. But that was the only thing that I've ever even talked about in this game that I said is overpowered I and think, should be gone.
0: Uh, I think it might just be because you're kind of open with it. Like you'll just talk about it, you know, like a lot of people might agree with you. They just don't talk about it. And you kind of stream a decent amount, too, so that's probably why people bring it up. But I just thought those memes are hilarious. So if you guys can, please stop posting those Slack memes. He doesn't like it. <laughs> no, I, yeah, it not, I just think it's comedy that
4: some of the people actually believe that I would ever say something like that. So that's the part that just makes me laugh, honestly. Now it's just it's comedy, the things people believe.
0: Okay, so I wanted to talk about gentlemen's agreements anyways. Um, why are they sometimes a necessary evil in our eSport?
3: I think it's a hundred percent necessary evil. Because... they're
2: always gonna be around be the until game. the game is like foolproof competitive exact out of box. and it and never it... will be because our fan base isn't that, and that's just something we gotta live with and deal with. But there's no way we can play with some of the things that these developers put in the game for the entertainment purposes to have fun and it's just it is what it is and it'll never it'll never change so and our you know, life
3: cycle is hella short so it's like yeah. if you can't waste we can't waste the first two three months playing with something that we all know isn't competitive it should be banned and I, so you know like, you only have six months of the that's game that's
1: another thing People, all right on top of lamar's point like if from a competitive standpoint we know what would be best every if every pro player agrees or not every pro player but the majority agrees to something like the Whoever is controlling the rule set should understand, like, okay, these guys know what they're talking about. This should be banned. But that takes four, five months, so, like, it forces us to do something on it by ourselves. And, like, if it was a quicker process, then it probably, like, gentlemen's agreements wouldn't be a thing. But because it's so drawn out that it forces us to make them.
0: How hard (laughs) is it for us to not let the community find out about it? Because that is um an issue like when people figure out that we're in a sort of debate on what we should and shouldn't be playing with it's it, it just like there's no point you know for people to be like knowing that uh debate is going on like we should come to an agreement and we should just stop using something like if we're gonna have the gentlemen's agree on something in the game we should come to an agreement in a closed forum and then just stop using it and nobody well, should I mean, know until they watch us play oh uh, like they're gonna 100%. figure out what play it yeah. Know, sometimes sometimes people slip up on out. stream
3: and Twitter and blah 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 well, and yo, it gets out. I think,
2: I think the biggest case, and a lot of people may not know this, in early Black Ops 2, uh, David Van Ohar, This is back when we used 360 Icon forums. David Van came on the forums. and It was when he was super in touch with competitive. He was super like passionate about making it work for us. And we went through what the rule set should be for the year. And it's just like, like post the game coming out a, a few days, a few weeks, whatever. And we we like all, it was a big group of us. I think it was like one player from each notable team at the time. We all listed a ton of things that we felt were not fair, unbalanced, shouldn't be in the game, wasn't fair for competitive, etc. He probably put half of that, maybe, banned in the rule set. And that's what led us to playing COD Champs that year with Sensor Grenades, Sentry Guns, MMS Sights, Dual Cap 40s, Dual P23Rs. There were so many things that just weren't fair and we ended up playing a million dollar tournament with these rules that just were not competitive at all. And that's where it was born. Yeah and then the event after we're like look we can't keep doing this we're gonna gentlemen this stuff and we started playing without sentry guns we started playing without dual cap 40s and b 3 rs and whether they got nerfed or not isn't the thing because it just takes so long it's such a long process for these developers to get the feedback and then actually turn into a patch that helps us later in the game. So there's just really nothing we can do because it's a year cycle. These developers have so much other shit to focus on and that they're yeah, doing. Yeah, I mean it's tough. They're good. At the pro- it. Yeah, the priority at isn't there for us, and that's why we need to gentlemen teams for time being. And I think the one thing that we need to get good at is banning things temporarily and putting them back in the game after they've been addressed. I think that's something League of Legends does very well. They'll they'll have a champ. They'll notice it needs addressing. They'll ban it in the rule set for the time being. Riot will come back, balance the the champ, and then they'll put it back in the, the game later. And I think that's something we should do. I think the FG could, that could have happened with the FG if we banned it after the first event or before and the first event, back, and then brought it back after it was tweaked and more balanced. And like, like think it was, that's I mean that, that, we need that is from something developers that,
0: that is something that we need. And they kind of need to take that initiative when they notice that uh, there's a discussion going on in the pro community, and it kind of gets out to the scene where people aren't agreeing on something. They should. I feel like they should take it out. Say, all right, guys, we're going to figure out what your issue is with this weapon or this, this equipment, whatever. We're going to bring it back. Right now, it's temporarily banned. Like that, that would be the best way to avoid these kind of situations that we get in Like right now, where the pro community is almost split on what to do. I know some people want the itch gone. Some people want it in. Some people want the bar gone. Some people want it in. And there's no agreement. And you guys aren't talking about this privately, so it's got out to the community. And now it's just kind of a shit show, which is well, why I wanted to bring this up.
2: at this point, like, think about it. Black Ops 2 was, this was early 2013, late 2012. This is like five, six years we've been doing this. Like, it's frustrating for us that we're not to a point yet where we can, hey, man, like, we, we've seen these things before. We know They've this is not pretty fair. About it. I'm, not talking about pretty... that. I'm talking about, like, like when, so, like, the M1, for example, like, that was clear-cut OP the first second someone picked it up.
1: They'll not end. Like,
2: it's still not banned in the rule set. It should be. There is no reason it should be
1: allowed. And like, there was
3: still a little war to get it banned. People were like, no, it yeah. should be in, even though everyone knows
1: it should not be. I only be got in. to use that gun once, dude. I'm pissed. I played one HP.
3: I feel
0: like they're pretty good about taking some, some blatantly overpowered stuff out of the game. I think there's just a few things that uh, we don't want in the game that might not be as OP as we think. Um, we kind of jump the gun sometimes. Uh, the M1 was is a decent example, but in, in the in the past there has been things we've taken out of the game that weren't that OP. But uh, moving on, um, how can we avoid them going forward? Slash remedies when uh, patches come out for like when, for example, this new patch that just dropped um, when the ITRA came out. Like, how do we avoid like instantly gentlemen's agreeing on, on an intra? I guess it, like right now we're kind of in that situation where we need to figure out uh, a remedy for this, and you guys are going to go to the league. And play with this gun, and you don't know if it's OP or not. What was the question? How do we avoid? <laughs> how do we avoid this situation in the future? Yeah, kind of got jumbled on that topic there. Apologies, but yeah, how do we avoid this situation with the intro that we have right now going forward?
2: I, I don't think it's an avoidable thing. I don't think the gun should be put in the game, allowed yeah, to work. don't put the gun, gun in the game specifically the game for this. Specifically for us to try it and make it work. And I, I think, think like no, that's league. fine, that's fine. Let's use it, right? But then you get situations where like some teams didn't set up to have a burst AR player. Some teams prefer no burst AR. Some teams are better. Some teams don't are worse. Like you're never gonna get 16 teams to agree, and that's just like it's kind of an unfair thing where you're like throwing a burst AR. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be used every map. There's there's no map right now that that gun will not be used on. And oh, I it's even,
3: it's like the best gun on Flag
1: Tower too. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah. I don't use it on, I don't think we should use it on Valk.
2: Like, I know they addressed it, they balanced it, but like, let's be honest, that thing came out and was absurdly OP, and now it's just they really, it, really though. good. And
0: it's not as OP as it was, and Probably, I feel like really before we, ha- we don't know how good it's going to be. It's going to be land even it better on Laird. I feel like you guys should use it, though. Like, I'm from a standpoint where it's like. I mean, we're going to have to, and not
2: all teams will agree.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, you guys are gonna have to use it. I feel like like that's just gonna have to be what it I mean, it's, it's I think, like... Yeah, I think the other thing is,
2: like, we have a one-year life cycle, right? Like, well, actually, it's less. We have a 10-month cycle of this game. We can't have a gun come out six months in and just, in- hey, like, I know your rosters are locked, use but this. you guys gotta use this gun. you <laughs>
0: What, what do you mean? What do you why? Mean? No, that's, a, yeah, that's like. What a, if, people, yeah, what don't are, they release like, new like champions and stuff in other games? I was,
1: I was literally just about to say they that. They do that, that all, all the champions. time. What,
0: what, what is different. what is the issue with dropping a new, a we're, new weapon? We're roster
2: locked right now, right? Okay. And Let's say let's let's use our old team for example. Okay. What if you're like really nasty with burst guns? Okay. And we we drop you. And then the burst I mean, bro, gun comes out if a month you're later. Good, like, if
3: you're a pro, All right, you I, don't think that, I don't think strength. that's a good agreement. Yeah, I don't think Pat's reasoning is a like, good there's argument. There's no such I'm, thing I'm, as I, a but, burst pro. I think like, it, bro, I know, but,
1: no, but it definitely suits
3: strength. some
0: players' play style more than others. No, it
3: does, but that has nothing to do with why they shouldn't add it or take I'm it out. Not, like, I'm just so, saying it's the, another example of why
0: no one will agree. I mean, it's like, like, but Pat, it's like a new meta. For example, people start using the bar. Gunless is amazing with the bar. He looks like a superstar. It's not like like that that argument, I don't really. I don't really take any anything from it, just because it's like a new meta, and you just have to adapt. There's new metas every year no, but, in COD but, throughout the year, and you just have to adapt to it.
2: But I think that's an issue. I don't think we should have new metas every event. That's a problem with our game.
0: Like, the amount
1: the amount of adaptation that has been required this year is definitely over the top. But definitely. I I don't think that there should be one meta no, per year. No, but we need
2: a game that is consistent. Whether it's like small tweaks. I like look at Black Ops Two for example. Not much changed throughout that meta. At all, other than the EMPs getting a hard nerf in the early stage, and was the C W like...
0: got nerfed in the beginning?
2: But that was like yeah. the first month, though. Like I'm talking about, for the most part, we need games that like you well, can was a meta. We got and... rid of the
0: foul. But again,
2: of... the only reason that was a thing is because we weren't allowed to ban that in the beginning. We we posted that was OP. We all knew it was too good. Like the, the reason my team didn't do as well at champs is because we picked up too quick, like not expecting the foul to be used, and then it got used. Like. You cannot have like this super flip floppy game where it's like some teams are really good here and not good here. Like you need a consistent meta and if it changes, it can't be a major change.
1: To be fair though, this is the first game where this has happened though. Uh,
4: it even happened last year though.
3: Oh, I With
1: the e the, the, yeah,
3: I mean, we go-
4: well, the first one yeah, yeah, we weeks. went to was weapon draft. Everyone had to use a different gun. Then we got and there, it was that. quadruple osas, wait, then no, after got, that... We didn't wait, have that weapon like,
0: draft at that tournament, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, PSA, yeah. that was yeah, what that, was that, they that. were going to force we, practice,
4: we practiced all the way to that, that, that point, uh, then we I mean, didn't. Like, we played quadruple year, osas. What, what was uh, that week before Vegas that we decided we got that? Hold on, Slack, go ahead. I was just saying, then the ERAD Like they completely made that a viable gun, where it was really, really good. They fixed the auto-aim on it, it made it so much better. They I think they took uh they even the time it. to kill. Yeah. Yeah, it, it killed a, a bullet faster. And then like they changed several things throughout the year that like definitely impacted the was, meta. I think they've done the same longer thing this time year. Between.
1: And it like, was also this
2: is the, every, the like heroes the, or the specialists we used got nerfed throughout the entire game. Like I'm just saying, so that's much why, changing. like, that's why there's no contingency, and I think the camo went Somebody, from, like, 10 to 5, I Minetic mean, yeah, went camo, down, yeah. FTL got a change, Like, that Frozen didn't got... change the meta. No, but I'm just saying that, that like, yeah, it did, since you're not become used, remember? That was never used in the beginning. Uh-huh. I, okay, I mean, I, I feel like there's much. just
0: been a little more major of changes going. In this
3: game, there just been a completely different meta every single. It's day just like the game. biggest. It's
0: how is the games aren't finished. That's
2: that's it's, the yeah. biggest thing. These games are coming out way too early. They're not finished, and then we're forced a year competitive cycle that. They're balancing throughout, and that just, for an eSport, for us to play this game at this highest level, we can't have flukiness like that. The we need intra, more consistency, and it cannot continue the, to just throw shit about, on us as, it, as they go.
0: I guess the thing about the intro was, I didn't, I don't know if you guys knew, I when it came out, I was like, what the, a new gun? Like, it was, like, absolutely, like, just dropped on my forehead, like, random. Like, uh, so, I guess the issue with that is we need to be testing it a little bit prior to them releasing it. Yeah, oh, like, I mean, know? yeah, if
3: any if any of us tested that gun when they first released it, we would have instantly known, yo, this is way too OP, like, how can you even think to release it like this? It was like a it, fully auto-burst gun. It
2: wouldn't have changed anything. I mean, for the pros that were there in June, understand, like, they have their mindset on how they want the game to be played, what guns they want to be good, and that's just what it is. They'll take our opinion, but it does not mean it's going to get any results, and we just have to accept that because our esport and the competitive side of call of duty isn't big enough to make an actual impact to where it will adjust what they're actually doing it's just no, gonna yeah, be that's a that's small why i'm envious
3: of cs bro because like see like the people that make cs they know they need the esports they need the competitive side but for cod they don't need our e-sport. they just make their money no matter what
2: right but i'm just saying like we we are allowed to give feedback we're allowed to do a lot we're allowed to tell them how we feel But it's just not going to get the results done, especially not as fast as we want. I think that's something we should look at changing as the future
5: goes
0: on. All right, well, we're going to wrap up the gentleman's agreement talks there. Uh, We're going to go into a quick intermission, and then when we come back, we're going to talk about coaches in Call of Duty Esports. welcome back to the podcast. Thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Going into the second segment, we're going to be talking about coaches in Call of Duty Esports and then we have the five fingers of death coming up and then the hot seat for Octane. I want to say thank you guys all for tuning in. Much love and much appreciation to everybody showing some love in the stream. Thank you to all the new subscribers and the donations. I will be thanking you guys after the podcast is over. But let's get right back into the podcast. We're back. We're live, bros. Recording. Wait, a, that, whoa. a
3: player recording his one gameplay Yo. is completely different than a coach being able. to...
0: Okay, somebody muted me in the mumble this is... for some reason. Job
3: easier to come get.
0: Okay, hold on one second, guys. Figure this out. All right, we're back.
3: All right, next topic. Sorry about that, we guys. Back.
0: Some uh, mumble issues. Like I said, live shows is always going to be some sort of issue. But moving on, we're going to talk about coaches and Call of Duty Esports. Um, there was a lot of stuff going on today, so I'm going to pull up a tweet here. Um, <laughs> Brian St. says, There's really pro teams in COD that won't scrim us if I'm in the lobby spectating. So for those of you who don't know who Brian St. is, he is the coach, analyst, um, and I think he's just a coach for United. And um, typically when you have a coach, they'll sit in uh, and spectate your team while you're scrimming and your team only. And uh, Danny replies, Looney, Rise Looney says, what's funny about that? And then Fellow replies with that. And then Lamar chimes in and he goes, exactly, LOL, guys getting paid to coach a team, I'm going to make them go through the work of recording it and sending it to them. So I want to kind of talk to you first, Lamar, since you were involved in this as to why this is an issue. Um, for you and kind of give your side of things.
3: Alright so I mean a lot of people that responded to that tweet, a lot of the fans, they took it as in like, I'm just trying to make his job harder and I don't care blah 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 but that's not the way I was trying to say it. What I really meant was that if someone's trying to come in, sit in on scrims, and Brian Saint also tweeted himself and then deleted the tweet because he knew people were gonna get mad, was that he sits there and takes notes on every team's breakoffs, every team's tendencies, blah 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 blah. blah. So if someone's trying to collect information on my team. Why would I hand it to them on a silver platter? If you want to get information on my team, helping yourself, my direct competition, why would I hand it to you on a silver platter? No, you're gonna to have to jump through some hoops to get that information on my team.
0: Um, what are your guys' thoughts on that, uh, Pat, Slack, Doctane, What do you guys think about that logic when it comes to coaches? I agree to disagree. Um, Not having a,
4: I mean, he, TK
1: doesn't have a coach, so it's like. They nah, see it from way, one side. This is the
4: way I look at it. Is like. Him spectating in a game, like on a scrim online, and watching the players, is it really going to benefit them that much, and is he really going to learn that much, like playing it from that, like, that's what I think, is like, if you go in, <laughs> if you go in and, uh, like, go watch all the YouTube videos, or all the Twitch vods from the last event, you're going to learn more watching that, and the coaches are going to get more information of what you actually do at a tournament than you would in a scrim. So, yeah. uh, I don't know if it really matters that much, but I also see where Mars coming from, like, you can go through all that trouble to look it up, but... I don't know. I don't think it really matters, in my opinion. I
2: think, uh, honestly, I think uh, Brian Saint actually kind of ruined it a little bit because Brian Saint was notorious for spawning in on the wrong team for the first five to ten seconds of the game to see their breakout, and that's just like that's uncalled for. That's that can't mm-hmm. be done. That can't happen. Like that's that. just that's just lame. And uh, but for the most part, like Bevels, he's he's in all of our strips. He's not so much. I don't think he's ever actually looking at what another team is doing he's not like watching us breaking down what this team is doing what we like what we should be doing against this team it really never comes down to that um for the most part like he's just there to hey guys you could have done this differently hey like you didn't do this the way you should have et cetera et cetera um i think lamar's looking into it too much but i think brian's saying fucked up a little bit and and caused that of, fucked up a little bit of uh doing doing some dirty Beginning
3: when I mean, yeah, I
0: think you're being a little too, uh, too, too mean. I man. mean,
3: I'm there's I'm not it's even not... the only person that has this. Like last year, or not last year, in Black Ops 3, Clay wouldn't allow a single person to sit there and spectate, but now he has a coach, so he's like, dude, allow it. No, you, you were the person that did not allow anyone for years to come into your lobbies, and now you're being hypocritical about Look, it. Bro,
2: that's Clay, he's been hypocritical his whole career about stuff like that. You just gotta get over it. That doesn't mean be like. <laughs> Clay, Clay used to be the guy who's like, yo, we're not going to use these guns. And he whips out a gentleman's agreement gun at an event versus a team.
1: And Stars there says, hey, I'll his send money. you my
2: prize money. Like, thanks, I mean, bro. All right, that for that one, thousand for bucks one, really gets me.
0: It's actually shit back for me, bro. Appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, I think coaches are a great thing for our eSport. And I think it'll help a lot of teams. And I think a coach should definitely be allowed to sit into a scrim and spectate their team's uh, POV. I think it's uh, just kind of being – You're just being a dick if you're not letting a a coach spectate the other team like
4: it's it's
0: it's their job and it's really it's not affecting you in any way because like i mean like they said they can record it and send it to them you're actually just being like mean by making okay
3: i mean yeah they can they can record it and send it to them but like i said if someone's trying to get your direct competitor is trying to get information or whatever on your team or how their team plays against your team why would you want to hand it to them and say, here, just take this easy information, blah, 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 blah. It requires some talent to be practicing while also noticing where your team messes up and noticing what the other team does. The player doing that. So if you have a fifth man in the lobby and that guy is just solely focusing on that, it makes it easier to pick up on little stuff that, Players wouldn't All for certain I'm hearing teams.
2: is TK needs a coach to pick up on what other teams are doing so TK can start winning again. That's all I'm here hey, Wait,
3: you haven't won in years. You
2: need a coach. <laughs> wait, it took you years to
3: win. <laughs> yeah, it took me three years. Huh? Cool. And then three? I did it. Three? Three? Yeah. Lamar, A-W. don't let me. <gasps> oh
2: crap. my God. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Lamar, 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 Lamar. Were you confirmed or denied at MLG Dallas 2013?
3: Yeah, I went to two oh, events in four years. years. <laughs> <Five>! <laughs> <laughs> five oh, I'm not right, in that time. Right, I'm not having arguments with Pat. You can I
0: know from first hand experience Lamar you can't argue with Pat. Um but, yeah. so what Lamar's saying is though oh where, my where, God. to his I'm going to agree to disagree with him but he's not like being like it's not out of the ordinary for him. There's other players who, who agree with what he's saying. Um he just doesn't he Everyone
3: agrees. Literally every Everyone, pro player besides I don't, EG E United I don't like yeah, I mean, Eugenie United don't agree, coaches. that's it. Oh, oh, we don't care well,
5: oh Yeah, we, we screamed LG today. Or, no, Optic we were cared today. until they
3: got TP. They got TP, now they're like, oh, let him spectate. But before
5: yeah, that, they
4: would not let those. anyone spectate.
2: They could not fail. Those guys had so much pressure on them not to hey, suck. If you they can't recognize
4: anything. what you're doing wrong, though, by yourself, at, like, like I don't know. I don't think... It doesn't matter, bro. It's not yeah, going to make I'm a just difference that. at all. No like, I'll be honest. Like the, ahead, more, just, the more important listen. shit is on YouTube and Twitch vibes from the tournaments. That is the important stuff where you there actually are do a, a lot,
0: we, There are a lot of players who actually are com- like have Lamar's viewpoint on this, though, where they don't want... Who?
3: Who? What teams? Can we know what teams? I mean, you will no, not play so. Rise. You will not play Rise with a coach today. in your lobby. I was in the lobby all
2: day. Bevels can confirm. Well, that's can confirm mind-blowing to me, No, it's not because they're not worried about that. No team should be worried about that. If we're just making shit a big deal that shouldn't be a big deal. Look, bro, back in the day when we picked up Damon and we had Mr. X as a coach right behind us, we were like, yo, Damon... Don't even worry about calling out, bro. Go kill everything. Mr. X will call out for you. That's what he did, bro. Like, coaches weren't aren't these like super complex things where they're gonna like play a scrim and be like, oh shit, Lamar sent water. Okay, Kenny is freaking the Uh Sparrow is holding back. They're not doing that. That's just unpro- that, unproductive. Dude, that coach they're reviewing low. VODs, they're right. going over search, they're making sure we're coordinating things that we need to coordinate on and, and they're and they're making us a more well rounded team. They're more perfecting our craft than trying to Oh shit! Lamar likes to play at ten a lot. They're not doing that. And I think if <laughs> we right. think that it's just it's unproductive, it's silly, and it's just being ridiculous. So
0: Sam, what are your thoughts on this? Because now you haven't had a coach. Have you ever had a coach in your career ever? Nah, Tyler so the first one. So this is the first time you ever have a coach, and yeah. you have a you have a good coach. You have Tyler Teep, The goat coach, decorated man. decorated champion. Well, nope. he's not the go coach until he cops cop cops right. a couple chips. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's, he's big 16. Don't he's, I don't know what about yeah, yeah. go. So, teep's still working the long con. Yeah. <laughs> he's playing the end <laughs> route here, end goal here. But you got TP as your coach. Um yeah. how is it? I know you guys have been screaming with him sitting in there. I've heard him uh giving you guys some advice and tips in game. Um yeah. do you see do you see like the beneficial um aspect of having a coach whereas you didn't have one previously?
1: I think I mean the thing about Tyler is that he's not going to like like what Lamar is worried about, he's not going to go tell me his break-off. It's more like, hey, remember to do this on this hill. Remember, you know, like, don't forget to pull out smokes on four, or something like that. It's,
4: I don't Man, know. You don't it's... need a coach to tell you that, though. My. Opinion. No, I d- oh, I mean, oh, I but it, it's that, helpful. But, like, it's, super it's, nice.
2: hold on. it's super helpful when you're practicing to get in the habit of that. Look, like, yeah. Sam, if Teep is telling you every time you play Force, yo, pull out a smoke on this hill, then you. D- exactly. he has that in your ear, like, every. Like let's say you do it for a week, right? muscle memory by the time you get to the event you're remembering oh i need to pull out a smoke on this hill it's, yeah. it's more so just helping the like intangible things that's what they're working on and and helping your team improve on
1: like I, not having a coach i would agree with lamar and jerry but like now that i have one it's I, definitely beneficial like it's 110 yeah. percent without a doubt beneficial to have a coach that's, that's just stupid if you I, think otherwise
0: that's why i think slacked and, and lamar are on that kind of uh the opposite end of that because they haven't had a coach and um I can kind of see where they're coming from. I haven't had a coach in a very long time, but it would have definitely been nice to have one, especially for what Pat just said, like getting you in the habit of doing certain things. Um, A lot of times when people get on the scrim, you guys know, like somebody's not really in the zone or whatever. And if you have a coach, like, hitting you up on the side, like, yo, like, are you good today? Like, what's going on? What's wrong? Can you give us a little more effort? Like, they they can notice those things and it can help. It's just another another voice. It's an outside voice that isn't on your team. So... I definitely see where Josiah and Lamar come from, but that moves me on my next question where, Josiah, you guys just picked up Spacely. Um, what is he doing for LG? And I saw that he's going to the league with you guys. So what's he been doing for you guys, and how's that working out?
4: Uh, I mean, we need just... water, guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Mike can definitely be of assistance. I remember he used to pull out the notepad at events and, like, had stats. <laughs> And ah, that like, actually, so... wait, 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 that ghost gaming stuff he did with that? you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Ah, so basically, does he's aspect.
4: just, he's just doing his thing, like, as far as, like, analyzing it. We don't, Cap doesn't really think we need a coach. He, I mean, Cap's like an in-game leader, vocal leader, you yeah, guys so... know how, like, he, uh, <laughs> he's been doing that. So, I mean, we don't really want to coach. He's just basically, like you said, he has... Notebooks and stuff on what on what people do, uh, you know their tendencies on breakoffs, different things like that, and and searching. So to show wait, so mainly. this
1: guy's actually studying breakoffs, and we're so all about I... this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <no>, Josiah, <just laughs> yeah, hold on.
0: He's not. He's doing oh, this through Twitch, and
4: YouTube. I know
0: you're saying he's not your coach, but I think you have a golden opportunity to have like give him like uh, some sort of chores to do. Like the night before you play in your pool, like tell Spacey like Yo, we play these three teams. Like come back. And have me all the information on what they. Oh, do. that's like, that's that's,
4: a, that's what is he doing for like everyone we play in our league for other than obviously the new teams. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, Bevel, that's what Bevel's, he's going to do Bevel's for it. it's the same this. thing so like what Bevel's coach, does yeah.
0: essentially. Are you excited for that?
4: Yeah, I mean, I that's what that's what I want. I don't, I don't like Pat said. I, I don't need someone in the game though to tell me to throw a smoke or to like I, I understand every aspect of it, but I think that is more beneficial telling me what teams do and like their their you know go to setups or things like that.
0: Well, for one, I'll say I'm very happy that a lot of these organizations are picking up a coach. Um, I think it's going to help a lot of these teams, and it's also going to—teams teams will stay together longer with can coaches. We, can
2: we, can we, does that mean we should finally bring back the fact
0: that coaches should be behind players? Um, I don't know if I agree with that just because—I'm not saying I don't trust coaches, but facial like... expressions in the crowd are a big deal and i do not want to Well you're to
2: going get back it. to the TK UMG Atlanta experience. <laughs> I <do not laughs> want to get what was want, his want, Chaos Chaos Soldiers slider I'm not going to name Chaos. drop anything. I
0: just remember there was a lot of uh, coaches Maybe. or drama going on with people looking at facial reactions in the crowd or people actually having like bluetooth earphones and talking to somebody. Silence. Like sure. people with people throwing like signals up in the crowd I don't know if you guys have heard that's about that gonna stuff. That's not going to
2: happen nowadays, though. That, you don't you're know that. About, Wait, how no, but, can you no, but, know it would have happened? Man, nah, you're, you thinking about, you're thinking about UMG events. Like, those were dude, not monitored. Dude, there's the way. events
0: where people were holding signs up, and that meant, like, they were going B or A. So, like, that's actual Wait, thing. Wait, hold up. Who's looking for like, a job? Like, I need Like, in the beginning of rounds and stuff like that, that's the thing. So, like, I don't want to get in a situation where that happens again. So, until we get some sort of remedy for that, I don't know if we should have uh, coaches. No, on we're
4: stage. in a, a soundproof booth, bro, where you can't see out and they can see That's in. Where but that can't out. happen.
2: Oh, well, I guess you could.
0: Yeah. So um, that needs but, to be like. But maybe what we can incorporate would be. Um, a, break a break in between maybe games 2 and 4 that's a little bit extended oh. <laughs> where you can go talk to your coach for about 5 for like 5 minutes
2: what have you tried to ask them to use the bathroom on any other match well, a... like get your ass back i mean the timing of <laughs> it hey, you're about, you're about <laughs> to... oh, ML- you're ML- in the mlg bathroom, bro. has that production rolling bro the and i know you know be... now that you are on yeah. the the yeah, desk right, they aren't letting you take a break <laughs> yeah
0: and if i had to like be on the desk, like, just filling for, like, five extra minutes while you guys were talking about But, like, Imagine if teams each had one timeout per series to use, like, in the after after any map and they got their five minutes. Like, I think that might be kind of clutch, but... Do any of the hard, esports, other than Counter-Strike,
1: have a coach on stage? Like, All permanently. I mean, League permanently. Does? No, he uh, doesn't.
2: Yeah, they do. Do they not? It's no, not it's just for anymore? champ select. They're not on stage anymore? It's
1: just for champ select, and then does they have Does Overwatch
2: to leave. have coaches on stage? I don't think so. I don't know, bro. Seven people calling out would be a nightmare. I would hope not.
1: Yeah. Um, but... I don't agree with having coaches on stage permanently, but definitely before before games, which I'm pretty sure that's fine anyway, right?
0: After maps, too. They should be able to walk up after the map in that, like, two-minute cooldown break.
1: Gears does? Gears and Halo? What, mm-hmm. so we're, we're, just, we're just the oddball here? Rainbow
0: Six, I saw. Hey, guys,
1: we're just the fucking oddball here.
0: All right, well, um... Let's see what else we got here. Um, all right, so yeah, that's actually gonna do it for coaches in COD of esports. Um, I think it's a good thing. I'm happy that you guys are starting to pick up more coaches, and I think it's gonna benefit a lot of these teams, especially with the the less amount of search and destroy gameplay that we have right now. I think it'll help you guys get better bevels. Definitely improved you guys a lot, Pat. You were, your team got way better at search um, <laughs> since you joined your guys' team. This guys taught him smoke strats. Wow. Yeah, I seen Pat in nade spots. Wow. That's
2: hard. Wait, I was doing that back in college. I just brought it back. All nah, right, so, I think it's I think it's super important when when you want, especially on new teams where you need that early organization, so you're not stepping over each other's feet. Yeah,
0: exactly. An extra set of eyes can't hurt. So, now that we've had this discussion, Lamar, will you change your mind on letting Coach spectate?
3: Uh, I mean Pat did hit uh, like a good note when he said that Brian Saint like kind of ruined it for other people where he was say- He literally openly tweeted a notebook of having everyone's breakoffs written down and blah 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 blah, blah. So yeah. I mean it could be reconsidered there but... we
0: go. Yes, that's what we do. Let's go. We bridge the gap on this show <laughs> Honestly, Brian St. gotta get fired or fined or something. That was but I mean, like
3: that's just like think <laughs> no, about silly. it. If, so, if someone's telling you, "Hey, I'm spectating and I'm getting all this information on your team," of course yeah. you're gonna be like, "Wait, no, you're not watching okay. anymore." I can't you guys, wait to down open to gentlemen's
4: agreement, Brian So, Lamar, right. All right, so
0: yeah. from from your perspective, there, I, I see where it coming from with the Brian St. Wait, but um, well, she ain't bad. But, but in terms of just coaches overall, I think uh, I think coaches should be allowed to spectate their teams. Man, it's it's something that just. Needs to happen. They're going to pay to do it. Let them, let them rock. But let's move into the five fingers of death. I'm going to ask each of you guys, or all of you guys can chime in on these questions. Uh, these are going to be five um, particularly difficult questions to answer. And uh, you get one pass. Okay? You guys ready? Let's go. All right. Who performs better throughout the rest of this season, LG or Opic? Us. All right, Sam. <laughs> you can go. You guys don't have to give an explanation me. You can if you want. So... Sam, you are going with you guys? Obviously, Slack's I'm going with LG, um, Lamar and Pat. What do you guys think?
2: Current meta, uh, optic. Um, if the meta changes,
0: up
1: in the air. optic. Good looks, Pat.
3: I think I think I'm going with LG. I just got hella faith in Jay Kaplan, the goat.
0: I think off the rip, optic uh, will definitely be better. Um, I think going forward, we're going to need to see formal come into like the champs form that he was in last year almost. Uh, he's gonna have to get really good and then I think that team will get a lot better but it's gonna be reliant on, on Matt right now I don't think Matt's at the top of his ability and he's I, gonna really, I really a lot. don't
2: think that changes anything even if let's say he's playing lights out like he played last year like in a 2 AR meta the current optic team is suited for that meta far more than LG will be like True. you having two top main, Rs, main ARs like MVP caliber 1.3's consistently like they ha- they are fundamental AR players like I know Cap is their flex I think Slack did- should be Cap, right? I don't know. I can't but, count yeah, that team, dude. No, they're not going to be bad. It's just yeah. in a current meta, I think Optic is going to edge them out just because of that simple fact.
0: Yeah, I see Slasher in the chat saying he's the best player at Champs. Uh, I don't know. I think Formal was, bro. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Next. All right, moving on. Number two, MVP of Season 2, excluding your team. We'll start with Pat. We'll work our way up.
2: MVP of Season 2. So like, stage two, excluding your team. So this is both divisions, win or lose. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna go with
3: Suspense. Shit, this is <gasps> sus- Damn. The Suspense. guy's really thinking about it.
2: I'm gonna go with
1: Zinny. Uh-huh. I like that. Let's go.
0: Alright, uh Slack. Let's Hard go, left. Fat Zin. Uh my boy TJ. Sam Pierce Lamar slasher oh man there's so many overrated names throw- garbage I'm gonna throw out Danny I think Looney's gonna gonna step it up again I think he's gonna play lights out in stage two all right moving on to number three does enable get revenge on EG in the league as you guys know are you or Lamar you're in division a right yeah yeah so does enable get revenge on EG uh, who comes out on top in those matchups uh, we'll start with Octane. Oh, shit. Um... <laughs> I'm gonna give it to TK, dude.
1: For no what specific reason whatsoever, but I'm Wait. gonna give it to TK. Alright, Lamari next.
3: Uh, I mean, obviously, yeah. Slide. Nah, we're actually about to get fried. Uh... I mean, what am I supposed to say, no, we're not? Like, your <laughs> you're gonna can, say, yeah. That's gonna shit on us. <laughs> like,
4: I think, yeah. uh, I think EG. I think this is the best that team's looked all year, and I think Silly's, like, came into form right now, so... Okay. Uh, if they can keep it up in search, probably then. Pat?
5: Um, gonna say your team,
2: knowing, knowing Ian, I don't really think Ian's thinking about getting revenge. Ian's too laid back for that. I think yeah, he's he just going to play to play. But, uh, but yeah, for the most part, I, I, I see us beating TK
0: both times. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, they're going to be competitive matches. I'm going to lean towards TK simply it. because, because I think Ian actually played really good at the last tournament, and TK did beat EG. Um, at Seattle.
2: Yeah. First event of the weekend and they had MVP's in.
0: Yeah, they did have MVP. Z- but
2: it, oh, was yeah. like, was it's it, it wasn't really a close uh, match from
0: what I remember. I,
3: I guess Kenny oh, I just disappeared close. and I disappeared too. It's uh, crazy and Farah disappeared. The
2: and the ccf were super close. Game 4 was like a 50 point thing and then we, we fucked up and we played Gibraltar against them.
3: Oh
0: yeah. Well, should played <laughs> we, we,
3: we, we didn't Gibraltar have time to practice
2: that event. Probably be troubled, yeah, We probably didn't, Yeah, we didn't get to practice enough and we ended up playing them and we just lost it but yeah
0: I mean if EG plays like they did at Seattle man, it'll, it'll be a crazy good match but moving on number four who made the worst roster change in all of Roster Mania now that it's
1: part one or part two
0: all of it it's all, all done. It? Yeah, so we'll start, start with Sam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Unilad got $80,000 U.S. for scraps. Congrats, the players got none. So done what? That. Unilad, wait, wait. Unilad did not make that bad of a decision. Wait. Um, who did they get? Wait,
3: who, who did Unilad, Unilad does not seem like an org that needs cash. Who, who did, they need a good team. Who did
0: Unilad get? Hey, it was Alex, right?
2: Yeah, and then they got someone else. I Alex was, like, they was had on the Alex team before. before Unilad
0: probably, probably did. They
1: picked up Moose, didn't they?
0: And then they picked up someone and else. And they Zed. let another team become godlike, so.
1: Yeah, it was definitely Unilad. Oh, it was Zed. No, nah, yeah. Zed, yeah. Are they
0: got, they got
4: Alex, this? Zed, Weston, yeah, I mean, and... They let their their best player go. I don't know. You can't no, just was, let your best player go like that.
1: It was 100% Unilad. They so let I, like their best
4: player too? go to a team yeah, that's I mean, already just, better than them. I just don't like. The, yeah, they're just gonna get anyone even in a similar caliber. I don't like. Of I don't know.
0: Okay, I think I can agree with that. Okay, number five, the thumb. Who are thumb. you guys most excited to play against? Who gives you the fire? Pat, you first.
1: Most excited to
0: play against. Yeah. Who gives uh... you the fire? Who can you like? You can't wait to play him.
2: Krim. Uh... at champs.
5: <laughs>
1: guess that
4: means me, I gotta beat your ass, Pat.
1: Alright. Good luck. Uh, Slack, what can you not wait to <laughs> play against?
4: I just can't wait to play optic gaming, baby.
1: <laughs> Let me get my hands on optic
0: gaming. Alright, what about you, Sam?
4: Slack's
1: dumbass.
0: Oh
4: You suck.
1: That's fine.
0: Lamar, what about
1: you? Uh I mean to be
3: honest anybody, I I don't have like a certain person where I'm just like, Oh my god, I have Lamar to go extra the world dumb world.
2: hard. Lamar versus any team with a coach.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no yeah, I feel you on that Lamar. That's kinda of how I am usually. Lamar is the fire the fiery.
3: There's not like any person where I'm like, wow, I have to go extra dumb hard versus person that's yeah. just you're just playing cod.
0: That's the mindset you should have. I respect that. Alright, moving on to the hot seat. It's gonna be Sam LaRue. The hot seat. Are you ready, buddy? Are you Let's ready? go. Let's go. Alright. Favorite teammate of all time. Nick. Classic. Nick Classic. Least favorite yep. teammate of all time.
1: Mmm. Danny? Ooh. What? I don't. That's a hard one. Though. I haven't had many teammates. For the relationship that he and I had, it was Danny. But Danny was, like, really, really smart at the time. I yeah. probably just didn't realize it.
0: I was most young an- and naive. Most annoying pro player? Fellow. Most egotistical pro? Austin. Worst gun skill? Eerie. Best gun skill? Me. Best gamer tag?
1: Mmm. You or Nick.
0: Ooh, thank you, buddy. Uh, worst gamertag. You sure it's not slacked? <laughs> worst <laughs> gamertag. Uh,
1: probably like John. John or Ricky. Just some with their name.
0: Okay. Funniest pro? Uh, methods. Unfunniest pro?
1: Unfunniest pro? That one's hard, dude. That's a hard one. I don't know. Can I pass? That's a no, hard one. You can't pass. I'm gonna say myself. I don't. I don't know who's unfunny.
0: You can't say yourself either. So I can't say myself. Nope. Doug. What? I think Doug's hilarious. Okay. Friendliest pro. June. Uh, or John.
1: Or John. Meanest pro. Danny. hundred percent. hundred percent, Danny. <laughs> Fakest pro player. Uh. Can I give more than one answer? Yeah. Oh shit. Listen. It's literally everyone. No, it's every per... It's every pro when you're not talking about the person that's in the room.
0: No, 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 no. Nope. That's literally what Don't it is. List the name, bro. I need names. Fakest pro players. Fuck. Um.
1: <laughs> fuck. Your names are hard. Uh, Jerry. Fuck it. Storylines.
0: What the hell? Why is this playing? Uh, okay. Um. Most genuine pro.
1: Genuine Nice or Genuine Truthful?
0: Like Genuine, like Real. Yeah, Nice too, either way. Well, you already did Nice, so do Truthful. Yeah, uh,
1: probably realist. Cap.
0: Yep, I can agree with that. Most Overrated Pro Player? Kenny. Octane. <laughs> Octane. <laughs> Who'd you say? I didn't hear you. All I heard was Octane. Kenny. Okay. Most under, or most Underrated Pro Player? Cheen. Okay. You have some pretty good answers. There are a couple of repeats from the from the other ones that we had. But anyways, that's going to do it for this podcast episode. Thank you, Pat. Thank you, Slack. Thank you, Octane. Thank you, Lamar. Much love and yeah, appreciation for coming on the show. I think we had some good talks today, man. I was looking forward to this episode. We have a lot of personality in here. That was great. It's
1: lit. We lit out here. Thanks, man. Am I a
0: villain? I villains. Am I a villain? I think me, I I have been before. I kind of am not anymore. I'm retired. Pat definitely is like the the like villain of the community. Lamar recently slacked, kind of, not so much. But uh, that's kind of the theme I wanted to have throughout this, was just talk about some polarizing topics. And um, yeah, everybody everybody definitely go follow at Aches. But yeah, I think we had a good discussion. I I really enjoyed this talk. (laughs) I Appreciate you guys coming on, man. I'm excited to see you guys. Uh, in a couple weeks here anytime
1: brother (laughs) glad to be here man thanks for having me
0: yep you guys have a good one man Yep. later all right so i want to thank you guys for coming to the show tuning in showing me some love on the stream man it means a lot um that's going to conclude this episodes or this episode of the podcast episode seven coming soon and i have an announcement to make going into the future episodes i will be doing them live in person in columbus while i'm at the league i will be there analyzing